Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is April the 9th, and on this day in 2018, the chain was broken. Again. Uh, Fleetwood Mac announced this time that Lindsey Buckingham had been fired from the band, not exactly the first time they tried to move on without him. And on this occasion, Lindsey, as before, was replaced by two guitarists. This time it was Mike Campbell and Neil Finn. On this day in 1973, Queen played their first show. After signing with EMI Records, they rocked the Marquee Theatre in London. Another debut performance came on this day in 1969, when King Crimson played their first concert together. They also performed in London, but at the Speakeasy Club. And speaking of shows, on this day in 1999, Bruce Springsteen began his first tour with the E Street Band in over a decade. The first night show was in Barcelona, Spain, and would cross Europe and into North America, culminating 14 months and 132 shows later. But for today's main show, then, we focus on the surprise release of an album in 1969. Yes, on this day in 1969, Bob Dylan stunned fans and critics alike by releasing his album Nashville Skyline. It's a country album sung in an entirely different voice from the one that Dylan usually used. And the themes of the songs were also much more simplistic and basic compared to what we were used to from one of the greatest lyricists of all time. So to help me find out much more about what was going on with Bob and the world and this album, here's an expert on The Man. Author of the book about man and God and law, the spiritual vision of Bob Dylan, and host of the podcast of the same name, please check them both out, here's Dr. Stephen Arnoff. Did Nashville have a skyline in 1969? New York has a skyline, Chicago has a skyline, but Nashville? As seemingly simple as Bob Dylan's country album, might seem today there's a lot going on here, a dichotomy, mixed messages from the album's title all the way on down. 
Now, if Sly Stone began writing his masterpiece, there's a riot going on about the real state of America just a year later. Nashville skyline is unique for what it ignores about the riot going on as much as for the joys it describes in a short set of simple, pretty acoustic songs. Just like the album's title, as music, Nashville skyline sounds great, but but it doesn't quite make sense. Yes, the songs and arrangements are fabulous. Supposedly, it was uh, George Harrison's favorite Dylan album of all time. And that's Bob Dylan holding George Harrison's Gibson J200 on the album cover, by the way. But Nashville Skyline doesn't make sense because at a time of real tumult in the world, a time of riot, Dylan reluctantly assigned the moniker of voice of his generation as Almost nothing to say about the outside world as it falls apart. MLK and RFK assassinated. LBJ resigned and Nixon in charge. Vietnam raging. Altamont on the doorstep. Riots. Arson. Looting. Violence in every big city across the U.S. But Dylan wants to tell yarns. The moon and spoon is a songwriter in the middle of it all. Nashville skyline isn't about big city troubles or the politics of modern times at all. It's about iron skillet with eggs and bacon sizzling. It's about playing with the kids on the floor. It's about being in love, about sitting on the front porch and listening to the birds, not the birds with a Y, and breathing in life's simple pleasures. What's a skyline after all? You see a skyline when you're looking up or from far away or when you're looking down from on high, but you can never get close and touch a skyline. More than all else, skylines mean distance. Those far off big cities with skylines are where big decisions get made about the little guy. And there were a lot of bad ones made in 1969. So Dylan took his guitar and notebook and dreams, and at least for a little while, celebrated the things he could touch, the joys of family, love, and just being alive. There are no big city worries underneath the skyline in Dylan's mind's eye in this album. Those troubles are far away. The things that matter are at arm's length, or maybe even closer, and they are as simple as apple pie. Now, maybe, just maybe, with all that's going on underneath the skyline in real time, what Sly and the Family Stone and Marvin Gaye and Jefferson Airplane are singing about, harsh reality is not totally ignored by the guy who empowered, perhaps more than any other artist, what would become the conscience of rock and roll. Maybe those sweet melodies of Nashville skyline are not just an escape from the gritty realities of America in 1969. Maybe... Maybe they offer their own kind of protest. Why must we fight and riot and scheme and control when things could be so good if we would just take a step back and see the places where we live the way they should or could be seen? If only we could see those cities from a distance as places where everyone would have a chance for the simple joys of just being alive. Dylan paints a picture of a skyline of people's lives together. Reframe. This is a kind of protest, a statement of rock and roll conscience. Nashville skyline maps something entirely different than the ways America's cities looked and felt in 1969. They should be, he is perhaps hinting, 
in these songs, places of safety, love, and feeling right at home. What more powerful protest could there be to soothe those riots going on than music and vision like that? No, this day rocks tomorrow. I'll be back with an extended show, of course. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.